hello and welcome to another episode of a love always faithful podcast i am so excited that you're able to be here with us today and you can listen to this podcast i guarantee you it's going to be a great blessing to your life whether you're married you're single whatever the, whatever your, your your status may be um i think that you can take something from this 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 episode and and let it just bless your life here and so before we go any further as always we have with us my beautiful lovely wife jennifer aka <laughs> babe um she does not like I told when you, i do that i told him he's gonna have to stop doing that at some point because people are gonna start calling me that <laughs> it's gonna be episode 101 <laughs> aka babe no <laughs> So uh, we have with us today a very, very special guest. Uh, this individual is my sister. Um, as, as much as she gets a lot of people to believe that I am the older sibling, she is actually older than me. Not by much, but she is my older sibling. <laughs> and so today we have with us Yarira Ortiz. She also is a pastor at the church where we all serve. Um, she is a pastor over evangelism in our church, and she also works with the dance ministry. And so um, we are going to get into a really nice conversation with her about um, what was the topic again, babe? It was a continuation. We're going to uh, continue on kind of what we talked about in our last podcast, um, where we spoke about really learning to love yourself. And seeing, uh, you know, who you are in God before you go looking for love in someone else. And so the premise of the conversation is waiting. It's waiting for saving yourself for marriage. What um, we wanted to discuss today, what a lot of a lot of the mentalities that the culture thinks now is normal and what the Bible says, what God says, what we believe as Christians and what we follow and why we do it. And I think it will add a lot of value to those listening because it's not a very popular topic mm -hmm. um, because it's not, uh, you know, it's something that requires discipline and, and spiritual maturity okay. to be able to accomplish. So we're going to get into that conversation. So I want to introduce uh, Yadira to the podcast. Yadira, tell us a little bit about yourself so our listeners can get to know you a little bit here. Who are you? All right. How old are you? <laughs> My name is Jadira Genevida Ortiz, and I am um, Pastor Danny's younger sister. <laughs> just kidding. Sure you're not. <laughs> I, I am older by just a little bit. I am 36, um, just turned 36 this year. And I am, like he said, I'm a pastor at Benier Christian Church, and I'm also the dance leader there. I have a passion for that. It's a gift that the Lord has given me, and I am just a servant of the Lord, just passionate about everything that has to do with Him. Are you single? I am single. Guys, she's single. <laughs> she is single. I'm about ready to mingle, but she is single. <laughs> yes. um, single. So you are single. Um, do you work or do you stay home? Oh, I have a full-time job. I am. Um, I work at a bank, and I love what I do because I'm able to help people all the time and I definitely have a passion for that very 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 good okay so we're gonna get into to this conversation about waiting but you know first just give us a little bit about your background um, you know you, you're serving now in the church you've given your heart to Christ and you and you love Jesus right but has it always been that way or did you come out of the womb 
like with your Bible in hand <laughs> and just praising the Lord yes. with, with your flag dancing? I did. Yeah. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Every, mean, all of us it, right? did that. We all did that. No, I absolutely not. Um, we were raised um, in church. We were. Uh, my grandmother always took us to church. She always took me with her to church, but. Sadly, I have to say that I did not build a relationship with Christ until I didn't even know what that was to have a relationship with Christ until I was maybe 20 that I just felt like there was a void in my life that there was something missing. And my life was so full of many people like people always wanted to hang out with me. Everybody was like, oh, my gosh, you're so awesome. You're funny. You're so cool to hang around with. I was surrounded by people, but I found myself so alone in a place that nobody that was surrounding me could even explain and nothing that I wanted to share with them either. So I really started my relationship with him. I would believe um, I was like 20 when I when I encountered that there was a void in my life and it needed to be filled. You sure about mm -hmm. that 20? Yeah, I believe so. Because I all right. So we're gonna give some 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 20, I some content here because I moved down. We're both we were both born and raised in Chicago. Where I moved down, down when I was 19 to Florida. And that's when God kind of took over my life and things okay. things started changing over here. And then I was 20 when I met AKA Babe. And You're right. Okay, so let's go. It would probably You would you came down from Chicago a couple times to visit. Mm -hmm. And uh I was like, "Hey, let's go to church and stuff like that." And you was like, mm. "Right, but please. You was you, you was like, "I'm going to go <laughs> I'm going to go hang out. I'm going to go check out some stuff. I'm here visiting. I'm here vacationing. Yes. Yeah. I think and that happened all around that, that same time. Yeah. Time. But the, the Yarida's phrase back in those days was oh, when I would, I would start to tell her, I was like, <laughs> you should come to church. Oh, my you goodness. You know, God wants to do something in your life. This like that. And, and Yarida's like, me and God are good. Like, you don't know me. You don't know my, my life. life. <laughs> it was always that phrase. Oh anytime. This is how you can tell he's the younger one. The tattletale in him is just right here coming out. I, I just want my listeners or our listeners to I be able to, 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 to just be able that. to get a clear understanding. There's no video here. So we got to make sure we paint well, the picture. When we, when we came down for your wedding... Um, so then it was probably like a year, you know, how long were you guys together? Two, we were engaged Three for like years. two years. Okay. So then 23. No, we were engaged for a year, right? Anyway. It doesn't anyway. matter. It's timetables, <laughs> whatever. Right. So probably like when I was 21, 22 then, because I do remember, um, when we all flew down here for, for your wedding, that one of the most beautiful pictures and memories I have in my head was I was raised, you know, with abuelo and abuela the majority of the time. And I didn't know abuelo as, a, you know, somebody who served God as a man of God. And I remember since we were all here for your wedding, um, it was a youth night and you were going to give the word that night. And um, I remember abuelo with his hands up and his Bible in his hands. And I remember like, wow, like there must be a party in heaven that all of us in our family are here and we're mm -hmm. serving God. So I definitely, you know, had a relationship with Christ there then. So when you guys were um, getting married, yeah, I had a relationship with him. So probably like 21. Okay, so I was off a and year. And if you know zero Spanish, abuelo means grandfather. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. So so you, you come and, and, and you start to feel that there's this void in your life, right? And you, and you start. I mean, we knew about God. We knew about church. We mm -hmm. grew up. We grew up. Uh, so to speak, in the church, we went to a Christian 
school um, mm-hmm. growing up. Um, but, you know, just like you, um, there was this moment mainly in high school where I kind of, you know, I lived my own life and, and, and just kind of did things the way I wanted. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's where you were, too. Absolutely. And so now you end up where you you reconcile with God. You realize there's this gap in your life. Right. And then so let's 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 talk about like what was the dating scene for you once you once you got into, OK, I'm. I'm a Christian now. I'm following God. What, what was the dating scene like for you? What was that life like? Oh, my goodness. So when I felt that I had that boy in my life, I was actually engaged at the time. And I was living with my fiance at that time. Mm-hmm. And I remember we we had a great relationship. We were like best buds. Um, and I remember feeling this void. And I remember it was one night that, or yeah, one night, I felt like I can't even carry this burden anymore. This is so heavy. Like, I don't even know what to do. But one thing I always remembered is call on to the Lord for anything. Pray. So I remember I started to pray because I was just like, I don't know what this is. If you know what this is, then tell me what this is. Like, what am I missing? And I just felt so overwhelmed with there. This can't be it. There has to be something more than this. And it had nothing to do with the relationship that I was in, absolutely nothing to do with that. It so was, was this the point that you moved down to Florida? No, actually. This that was, was before. Not, this, was be, this was before. And I remember um, crying and saying that prayer and crying, and then I heard a voice so clear tell me, um, seek me, like, you need to come to church. See, it's so clear, and I just felt the atmosphere in my apartment change, and and at that moment, I was like, I need to go to a church. And from then on, I I found a church. A friend of mine actually took me to to church, and I found the church. And my knees were knocking as I walked into the church because it was a youth service. And I'm thinking, like, I I think I'm older than these kids that are up here praising God. And how do they know all this? How do they know these songs? How do they know these verses? How are they reciting the Bible like this? Like, I felt like, where have I been during all this time that these kids who are younger than me? And I was really impacted by that. And um, and from that moment on, I just started my relationship with Christ. And I did nothing but seek him. And he completely changed me. He changed my mind. And in the midst of that, that just made a gap between me and my fiance at the time because it wasn't a lifestyle that he was seeking. And there was nothing I can do because I was being so drawn into, into God. And I just wanted more of God that, you know, that's what caused our split. And so... Fast forward, we we come down to you come down to Florida, right? Mm-hmm. And you're down here, and then um, you know, eventually that the, the, the everything with the fiance, like uh, at what, how old were you when this was going on? When that when that split happened, and 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 I think I was like that's when I, my that was probably right after your or right after your wedding. I think that that split happened like right after your wedding. That all happened, and um, I just, I, I just knew from that moment I didn't want to. At that time, it was a Friday night that they had service, and I didn't want to miss a Friday night, and then I didn't want to miss a Sunday night, and then there was like Bible studies on Tuesdays, and I didn't want to miss that either. You were just consumed. I was consumed, one hundred percent consumed, and I and things started to feel so clear, and then that void that I felt was being filled, you know, and I was living with somebody, and and you know we got along so well, but he couldn't fill that void. Yeah. There, there was no way that he can feel it. And we had a great relationship. I can't complain about anything 
you know, we were best friends, but he could not fill that void. There was, the Lord was definitely calling me out and I just, I walked towards him and my life would, has never been the same. So we fast forward and, and now, now you're in Florida and mm -hmm. you're living your life here and you're getting involved in the church, you know, um, as people, uh, if you didn't know, you don't just be, you're not just born a pastor, right? There's, mm -hmm. there's a process to your life and, and the journey in your, in your walk with Christ. And so everything's going well here, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and you're serving in the ministry and, and you're, you're doing things in the youth ministry here in Florida and the church and, and things are going with the dance ministry, right? Mm -hmm. Um, now talk to us wasn't there another situation where you were you you were engaged then mm -hmm. and and kind of just walk us through that and what happened what happened there and why did you feel that you know <clears throat> god was leading you elsewhere so i was engaged a second time and i was with somebody who was also attending church and i was thinking like wow this is it this is awesome you know this has to be it um and that didn't work out um, and we were both in church and, and we both loved God, but it didn't work out because I, I felt that there was just some things that came out that I couldn't understand at the time. And then, you know, I felt young as well. And I just felt like I wanted to be 100% that this is what, what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is the way that I'm supposed to be walking towards my relationship with God and that he's calling me to be right here at this moment. And I just felt like I need to be able to trust 100% that this is for me. This is going to be for me. And trust is a huge thing for me. And if I felt that I couldn't trust 100% that this is the process, this is the way that we're supposed to be, and I don't have to question anything within this relationship, then absolutely, you know, let's, let's continue this journey together. But if I had that doubt that I couldn't trust that, then there was no way that I was going to be able to give myself 100% to somebody who should deserve it. Because when you get married, you should be able to give 100% to that other person. And if I don't feel that I'm going to be able to do that, and I'm going to withhold that, I shouldn't put anybody else through that mm -hmm. just because, you know, it seems like the right thing to do and everybody else is doing it. Mm -hmm. Settling is not in the books for me and it's it shouldn't be in the books for anybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, you're how old? When you're making this decision? Oh my gosh, I don't know. 28? Probably 28, maybe So 28. you're in your late 20s, right? Mm -hmm. And so for a lot of, especially for a woman, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you you know, a lot of women have this this ideal of around this time I'm going to get married, around this time I'm going to start having kids. I mean, we all know that as a woman gets older, it becomes increasingly harder for them to mm -hmm. have kids and to have kids safely, right? And these are all things you want, right? And so... It, it could be very easy for one for one in your shoes to say, well, I'm just going to settle because I, I, I'm getting older. Mm -hmm. It's going to become more difficult. It's it's going to be hard. So uh, walk us like, I mean, I, I think in my opinion that that's kind of, there's a sense of bravery in that. There's a sense of, of, of you know, I, although I see all these things that the world may say, you're getting old, you're getting this, you're getting. Oh my gosh, it, I love that. Yeah, Keep it coming. Like, that you can just say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose not to do that because I don't feel a hundred percent. Like talk, like that's boldness to be able yeah. to make that decision. Yeah. So like talk, talk us through that because <clears throat> I'm sure you're thinking, you may be thinking that. I'm sure you're seeing, you know, the things. Like I, I scroll through Facebook and some of these kids sometimes are like. Oh, I'm getting, I'm, I'm 28 and I see all my friends getting married. I see all my friends having kids and this and that. 
and I'm trying to, and I'm still trying to figure out my life, you know, yeah. so, so speak to someone that might be in that situation. Listen, I, I for sure love talking to people about all of their um, worries about, you know, time is running out. The one thing, if you ever get to sit down and have a conversation with me and those that are listening right now that I say every single time is, I serve the God of time. Mm -hmm. Why should I worry? We need to stop okay. worrying about the different things of what everybody else is doing. And especially if we are going to let our mind consume us with that, then we're definitely not stepping into the calling that God is calling us to do. We are, we are stumbling ourselves. We're the ones tripping ourselves up because we're looking at everybody else around us. Instead of saying, Lord, I'm going to lay this at your feet because you are the God of time. And when the right time comes, you're going to make it happen. What can I do for you today? If that worry comes into your mind today and you feel like, oh my gosh, you're scrolling and you're seeing my, uh, all these people just got engaged. They just had a baby, whatever, whatever that may be. And you start to feel that consume your mind. Then you take that moment and you say, Lord, I'm going to present this to you at your throne. Lord, remind me that you are the God of time and you have me here for a reason. So I'm going to leave this here. Now, what can I do to serve you today? Mm -hmm. Put those people that I need to speak to today in my path. Yeah, I feel like people want to fit our God into the human time frame mm -hmm. of what we think. Well, this is what our human life should look like. Um, and we, that's kind of like the great big God. Like, you, it's like you're trying to tell him what to do. Like, yeah. God, well, you're falling behind. Like, why mm -hmm. hasn't this happened? Like, and God is like, no, I am the God of time. Yeah. I tell I tell the world how it revolves and when things happen and when nature, and it's that's just amazing. Yeah. I think sometimes we, we we you know we see we think there's a template of how mm -hmm. life it should be. Uh, you meet the girl of your dreams. You meet the guy of your dreams. You get married. You have kids. You have a family. You grow old. Your kids go away and all. And we think that there has to be a certain way, and it's not necessarily that way. Like God's. God's story for everyone is like, this is a beautiful thing about God. God doesn't copy and paste. Mm -hmm. God doesn't just copy this and mm -hmm. just paste it. And now everyone looks the same, right? Mm -hmm. God, God has some very unique for every single one of us. Yeah. There's, there's a, a unique uh, story, a unique life. And when this happens or when that happens, and, and so it's all very unique. And so in, in a world, you know, it's funny because in a world where we're all trying to stand out, really we're all just trying to look like everyone else exactly you know yeah. and everyone's just trying to look like everyone else whatever the the, the latest fad is oh, i'm gonna do that whatever you know the latest outfit is i'm gonna wear that yeah. uh, with the, the latest music trend i'm gonna do that because mm -hmm. everyone's as much as everyone's trying to stand out they're already just trying to and fit constantly in constantly comparing exactly yeah. and so you you make this decision right mm -hmm. um maybe another thing you can address is there's almost like this 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 feeling or this consensus that if you're single, you're a loser. Oh my gosh! You know, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, but like, speak to that because I think that, that there's this sense of like Valentine's Day comes around and it's mm -hmm. like, oh well, oh, there there goes everybody else over there with their you know with their gifts and everyone's in love and it's like you're breaking hearts, you're just oh tearing gosh. hearts off the walls and decorations because it's like you're 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 so upset because how how could you be alone or you become lonely because you're alone like. Tell us, like, is okay. it okay? Is it okay to be single? Oh my gosh, it's so great to be single, okay? Because you need this time. Mm -hmm. And if you're feeling like that, when Valentine's Day comes around, 
or you know you you're hating on on some of these pictures you're not even trying to like them or double tap <laughs> on instagram because you're hating on everybody else being happy like that then that just highlights to me if you're going through that that you need to spend more time with god mm-hmm. because then you're looking for somebody else to complete you so god needs to make you whole first if he if you don't allow him to make you whole then you're going to feel like that then you're going to have a void and then the crazy thing about that is that you yourself are keeping that void yourself. Like mm-hmm. you're reserving this void to be here because now you're looking for somebody to complete you. And it's when God pairs you up with somebody, it's not because this person's going to complete me. This person should compliment me. Mm-hmm. You should know who you are before yeah. this person gets there. Mm-hmm. So you need to be whole in Christ before you take on that journey. Because as much as you're looking at other pictures and hating on the fact that you know, you don't have that relationship right now, or, you know, you don't have anybody for Valentine's Day, you have the greatest love of all unconditional love, mercy and grace being poured over you. And you're sitting here stuck on a picture Mm -hmm. or stuck on a holiday when God has put breath in your lungs, like then you're, you're stuck on the wrong things. So you need to allow to have a relationship with Christ because as much as you may want that, you might not be ready to be a wife right now. You might not be ready to be a husband right now, you know, whatever the case may be. And you need to acknowledge that God is still working in you and you're under construction and you need to accept that and take that walk with Christ. So that's why I say it's so great to be single because the Lord revealed so many things to me in that. And I took a journey with him. I tested him. I said, God, if you want me to take this journey with you, if if this is what you want me to do, if you want me to stop all of these crazy things, you don't want me to be in this dating game anymore than teach me why I need to do that. Teach me what your love really is and fill me up with it because I need to know, take me through, through the, through your word and show that to me. And he did, he definitely did. And he also taught me that this is a journey, that journey that I asked him for, that was a journey within itself. But when I'm ready to say, I do to, to the man that God has put before me, that's going to compliment me, not complete me because he completes me that's going to be another journey that I had to be ready for that I'm so eager to take when the time comes because I get to to discover my husband in a different way. I get to start a new journey with him and I can't wait to embark on that journey. But for right now, I'm holding the Lord's hand and he is just just revealing to me the things that you know he's reading my heart. He is making me ready for whoever that man is and I trust that he's doing the same thing with that man. Mm-hmm. that's going to come into my yeah. life. And I think like that speaks right there. Just everything you've expressed is someone who knows your worth, who you know who you are. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in your relationship with God and you're secure in that. Mm-hmm. And that's why you can speak that way. Absolutely. And that's something that is so powerful and that I think is so many young people need to hear and mm-hmm. they need to take that journey to mm-hmm. be able to get to that point where they can be secure in the relationship with God enough to stand and say, no, I, I'm, it's going to be worth it in the end. And I'm going to wait and I'm going to not settle mm-hmm. and I'm going to hold on to God with everything I got until I get there and forevermore until the yeah. end of time. You know, it's like you said, well, those people that are reserving that void for that person. That's so key because I think that you're, if you do that, you're setting up that person for failure. For failure you're yep. setting them up to try to yeah. be this expectation that they're not going to be able to do, right? You know, so many times you hear people say, I think people say things because it sounds great, but they actually don't know the meaning behind it, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, 
case example, Bruno Mars, I'll I'll I'll, I'll catch a grenade for you. Yeah. You ain't catching no yeah, grenade. No, shut up, <laughs> Bruno. Shut up. You ain't catching no grenade. I for see no him. One. I'm gonna throw one. You ain't putting you ain't putting no hand on a blade. Like just relax, bro. It sounds great. Let me tell you, yeah. it sounds great. Sounds great. But you're not doing it. You're not. You're not. And I like I like Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I hate to come at Bruno that way. Best halftime show in the Super Bowl, hands down. <laughs> I watch that all day long. But you ain't catching no grenade for nobody. Bro. All right, now we got that out the system. But like sometimes people say things like, "Like you're my everything. Mm-hmm. You complete me." No, no, they don't. <laughs> it doesn't happen because if if you if you are trying to make that person be your everything, you're putting them to a standard that they were never meant to be. That's right. And then you make them your everything. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Woman, if you make a man your everything, you will annoy the heck out of that man. Where are you? No. Don't Where do you it. been? Don't do it. Are we going to grocery store together? Are we going to go shop together? Because you're my everything. No man wants well, to be your everything. Not, <laughs> right not only the, in that aspect, but mm-hmm. because it can it, it can be expressed that way in a way that is overwhelming for the other person. Mm-hmm. But in the sense of that, you have them in this pedestal that if they... You, right. you have to understand that people are imperfect and mm-hmm. they are gonna they're gonna fail you like you're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna fail your spouse mm-hmm. and your spouse is gonna fail you and you're two imperfect people tr- just walking life together yeah. so if you have this person like with this pressure of like oh my gosh like they are everything to me the moment they fail you who are you gonna hold on to like mm-hmm. you need to have your everything needs to be the one who is perfect mm-hmm. which is our lord jesus that's yes. He is not going to fail you. And here's the other thing. When you make somebody your everything and then you realize they can't be your everything, mm-hmm. then they become your nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the worst part because it's either your everything or your nothing. Or nothing. And, and, and that's where you see a lot of relationships break or a lot of marriages have, fall into divorce because of that high standard that, that that is placed. And that's why a lot of people say, you know, they view marriage as, well, I, I'm not even going to go down that route because they come, they think of it as all these expectations and standards of what marriage is supposed to be. And they're like, I'm not even going to deal with that because I want to have, you know, have it laid back in an, in an easy way out if this doesn't work. Exactly. And that's not what God me- meant for marriage mm-hmm. to be. It's not for you to idolize that person and expect them to never fail you. It's, it's a journey that you take with someone that you become one and you're starting a family and there was a de- design that God intended for that. But culture, society nowadays has it completely backwards. Let's just be blunt about mm-hmm. it. Nobody, you know, it's the young people, they don't want to wait to get married, to be intimate. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to be told that sex is for marriage, that that's for old people. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I need to explore my they, body. They, yeah, they they want to <laughs> yeah. give it all this, you know, justify it in every way imaginable, and to the point where even I've seen even now children's TV shows. I remember, I I wanted to just I was so upset. You know, it it was, um, it was a children's show. I think it was uh like a Disney one of those Disney preteen shows. It was like Disney X and. Don't- I don't remember if that was Disney it. XD or something um, like that. Stay away from that. the point is, and I'm not coming on Disney because, you know, we watch Disney movies and whatever. But mm-hmm. this particular show, it just showed me what culture and society is doing. You know, the young girls and their preteens and 
they were talking about, oh, this guy likes me. And the first thing that came out of her mouth was, I think that he wants me to move in together. And that just shows you that mm-hmm. that's what people think is the next step. Mm-hmm. Not, hey, let me get to know this person and then date them and then make the decision, the decision to get married and then start my life with them and move in and then and, and have this journey of now. So It is totally not like that. <laughs> I definitely um moved in with my fiance you know i shared that in the beginning of Sinner. this I, definitely, <laughs> absolutely How i don't you? fall short but and i think for me to be honest at that time we moved in together because we were always together like we were always together and it, it just definitely made sense because mm-hmm. we're always together so i'm tired of driving from your place to you driving to my place Let's just move in together, that's and a, it definitely that's a great reasoning, right? Right. It's <laughs> fun. at that time it was a great reasoning, but yeah. you know, I look at that now. You know, bro, guess how much? Look how much gas we can save if we exactly. Were just, you were just already here when I and woke still, up in the morning, and still, and still, you know, like I think about all of that now, and the Lord shows me like that is not a good enough reason. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like to be with somebody, but I'm at a completely different place right now, and at that time, like he was everything you know what i mean like we even worked in the same place so we were together like 24 7 Mm -hmm. and i'm a very independent woman so i need i need my time and the same way that i brought this to the lord he was like and i need my time with you i need that one-on-one time with you i need to be able to mold you because you don't even know who you are so now you know i stand before you guys and i definitely know who i am and it was a small group um before we did um like the outlines and stuff that we do now um before you guys were the small group pastors that i had to come up with something for my small group and i decided to do a proverbs 31 series i don't even know just what i might have gotten myself into but i said lord you know the same journey that you took me on i want these women to know this you know that to be sure in who they are you know with you so we did this series and these girls still ask me for this series now, but we broke down what a Proverbs 31 woman is and your worth. The Bible says you are worth more than rubies. Do you know what it takes to make a ruby? And God says you're worth more than that. And here we are giving everything that we have to whoever because this is what the society tells us to do. And then now you don't know who you are. And then you invested something so deep into somebody. And then you want to walk away and say, oh, it didn't mean anything because everybody else is doing it. It makes no sense. And then you come to God with a broken heart and, and you don't even know why. Or I don't trust anybody and you don't even know why because you've let so many people into your life and you've given the most precious part of you to somebody without even knowing who you are. So then you're you're lost and you're left there wondering, okay, well, then by this time I've given everything already. The next person that comes along, I'm just if he's nice to me, he's going to be my husband. But then you're settling and then you're ripping yourself from from the gift that God has for you, the gift that he's been holding over your head, just asking for that one on one time with him so that he can pour that into you, give that to you and lead you to where you need to be. So you don't ever feel like that again so that you can be, like I said before, whole in him. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, it, it really irks me. People who tell me that, well, you know, Everybody else is getting married. You know how many weddings I've gone to, including my brothers, <laughs> that I, you know, went to my grandparents. Was like, you guys okay? You want me to get you something to drink? They're like, ay, Yadira. 
no boyfriend either. You didn't come with anybody. You're not married. We're at your brother's wedding. Mm-hmm. He's your younger brother. And I was like, okay, so you guys don't want nothing to drink? Great. I'm going to just keep on. it moving. Move it on. Because, you know, we're Hispanic. And mm-hmm. for them, this is extremely weird that oh, I... No, no, no. For them, they get married at 16. They, exactly. This right here. It was weird for... You know, Danny got married super late too. But for me, it's extremely weird that I'm not married yet. And I don't have kids. But... I truly, truly do not worry about that because, like I said before, I serve the God of time. And I'm in a season right now speaking to you guys where the Lord is revealing to me that he is ready, making me ready to be the wife that I need to be mm-hmm. for that person. And that only reveals to me, you guys, that he's preparing that person that's going to come into my life too. And I don't have anything to worry about. And that gives me so much joy and that gives me so much peace. Mm-hmm. That I don't have to sit here and wonder about it. And if a thought like that does slip my mind, I do exactly what I just said. Lord, take care of this. I leave this at your throne. So, you know, what opportunities are you giving me today? How can I pour you out into somebody today? Yeah. And I think it's important for someone who is in the middle of that journey or just beginning that journey mm-hmm. um, or just beginning to understand everything that we've talked about, like to seek to surround themselves with the people who are going to help them Mm -hmm. take that journey because we are god made us in a way where we need community we need the support of other people Mm -hmm. and it is not an easy decision to say i'm going to wait no it's not it's it's incredibly difficult to do to keep yourself from doing something that is seemed as normal or encouraged out in the world Mm -hmm. but when you're following christ you walk differently and so having a community of of believers who are encouraging you is so important Mm -hmm. to be able to make it yeah Yeah, and stay away from your grandparents because they're they're just gonna (laughs) gonna wonder why (laughs) yeah be like what i had like three kids at your age (laughs) at that point in my life no but i think that um if you can just i think that what we're kind of getting to is you know as you as you said earlier you're 36 and you're single and you still have this amazing outlook on your life and the rest of your life and these aspirations for your life and, and you feel mm-hmm. that God is preparing you and things like that, where a lot of people are 28 and 29 and they don't feel that way. They feel the opposite of that, right? And so one thing you've talked about and is just this process of waiting, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that you, I don't think you've been waiting just looking at your fingers and moving your fingers around. I think that what what have you been doing, right? Because like tell us three things Maybe three things off the top of your head that you've learned in this process of waiting or being single. Oh my gosh. So in this process, the Lord has taught me that I need to to be slow to speak. You know, there's there's things that are that are happening I might not agree with, but some things I, I love to cook. You guys are learning a lot about me tonight. So, I mean today, or I don't know, but whenever you hear whenever this. you hear this. <laughs> um, but I love to cook, so I like to say, you know. To let it marinate. You know, sometimes I, I come across um, something, uh, a verse, and I'd be like, Lord, like this was deep, but I, I really need to let this marinate. This really needs to, to minister to me. Um, so be- I thought, I didn't know what you were going with the marinate thing. I don't know if that was like, you're at the mall, you see a good looking guy, and you're like, let me let that marinate. Right? No, <laughs> no, not at all. Not like I, that. I don't know if he's right. Let me just a little marinate right quick. No, I, I, but you know what? Through this process, to be completely honest, I, I decided not to let anybody in, and I didn't rec- I didn't, 
I guess I didn't realize that I was doing that, but I, I just wasn't letting anybody in. Like, and I started telling God, God, if he's for me, then, you know, tap my shoulder, make, make this person be seen. But that, that wasn't the answer. So this is some, this is, this said, uh, this is definitely <laughs> something, something that I learned is that I can't just be like, God, if this person, if this is not the person, then eliminate them. And, and this, and this is all things that the Lord is teaching me this year, this season. It's not that it's that I have to continue to seek God mm -hmm. and his guidance, you know, in this process, continue to seek. I can't just be like, okay, it's not a whole dating game thing that I'm doing with God. Do I swipe right or do I swipe left, Lord? I mean, looking up, I'm going to look like a fool standing out there doing something like that. But I couldn't be so guarded. You know what I mean? Because that revealed to me that I was still guarding myself from past relationships that were going on in my life. And, I was, and it revealed to me that I wasn't letting him heal me in those areas. So I wasn't ready. It's not like, oh, he must have not been for me. Is that Jalina wasn't ready because I was still holding on to that. My heart was still hard in those areas. So if I'm not seeking God, then how is he going to reveal those things to me? So be slow to speak. Mm -hmm. Realize that you, it's maybe not the other person. Mm -hmm. It's maybe you. It's you. That you got, you got to, and then the other thing is to seek God. Seek him. Yep. Those three things. Those are, those are three great things um, that I think if you're someone that's listening mm -hmm. and you're single and you're like, What's going on? God, am I just ugly? Like nobody wants to like give me the time of day. Like, no, it, it, it's, it's probably these three things. Like, are, are you are you seeking God? Mm -hmm. Are you able to just listen and just and, and, and just see what God is trying to tell you in this season? And then, you know, it may be you in the sense, not so much your physical appearance, but in the sense of why would God bless you with an amazing gift if you're not in a condition or in a position to receive that gift exactly. and that gift being your significant other, your spouse um, that he has for you, man. I, I really think that this conversation has been really good. Um, I feel that it's been a blessing. Um, is there anything else that you want to say? Anything else that you want to leave someone? Let's speak to that, speak to that person that is, is single. Um, and they feel like there's no hope right now, or they feel like I'm, they're just tired of being alone. Mm -hmm. Speak to that individual right now. There's different types of individual that, that may be feeling this way. And for the person that feels like, you know, I'm so tired of being alone, so I'm just going to be alone. I, I'm going to, I pray you don't close yourself off. You know, don't feel like you're alone because God is always with you. So seek him in the midst of this truly seek him and and surround yourself with people like-minded people those that are that are seeking god um and for those of you that feel like the next person that's coming along do not settle i urge you not to settle because god has things that are greater for you he wants um you to have that abundance joy forever it's not just for a moment so you can have a party and then a year later it's not working out because you didn't get to know that person you don't know their mind you don't know them spiritually. You don't know them emotionally. You don't know, the, you don't know their hearts. You want to get to a place that when your significant person calls you and just says hello, that you know them so deep that just with that hello, although it might have sounded normal to everybody else, you know that something's wrong with them. You want to get to that, that point. And you're not going to be able to open up your ears like that if you're not allowing the Lord to open up your ears like that for that person. So I urge you, 
It is worth the wait in every mm-hmm. aspect. Let the Lord bless you when you get to that journey. I cannot wait. Maybe, you know, who knows? I'll be on here in a podcast talking about how I'm married now. Mm-hmm. But um, and I can't wait to share that with you guys. But everything, all the Lord's promises will be fulfilled. And he promised that for you. So it's worth the wait. Seek God. Mm-hmm. Babe, is there anything you would like to to uh, to leave the, uh, the, the, you know, everyone who's listening with? You know, the only thing that I would say is look to see what you can do. Uh, while you're waiting mm-hmm. um i love that song uh mm-hmm. from the movie fireproof mm-hmm. while i'm waiting worship I'll, while i wait yes. yeah. yeah that's mm-hmm. such a powerful song and i will and seek I, you while and i wait exactly just because you're waiting doesn't mean you have to sit there and not mm-hmm. do anything there's so, so much, much that you can do with your life so much mm-hmm. that you'll completely forget or you know you it's mm-hmm. not gonna be that that um, number one thing in your mind, like what's going to be number one is what you're the process, everything you're doing for God mm-hmm. and what he's taking you through. And there's so much. So just focus, know what you can do, look to be productive and serve. And, and you'll see amazing, amazing things happen in your life while you're waiting. Amen. And I think you should enjoy every season of your life. That's right. Mm-hmm. When you're 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 when you're single, enjoy that season. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a as a father of three kids married um i'm gonna tell you that there's a lot of th- there's a lot of times i want to do something and i'm like no i can't do that because i'm not single i got three kids <laughs> and i got a wife i can't just go buy a playstation 5 and neglect my bills mm-hmm. and my you know I, there's certain things i cannot do but as a single person there's certain things you can do and mm-hmm. you can spend time with friends and you can go on uh, little mini vacations and yes. you can do all these different things um, you can just do all those, all the different things. There's a joke that we always do with, with, uh, with Yarira that it's like, she, she's always on a vacation. She's always on these little mini trips and we always <laughs> joke with her, but she has that ability to do that because yes. she's, she's single mm-hmm. and that's a season of your life that you're in. So enjoy it, live it up, do what you do, what you want to do, have, have that fun. But at the same time, be responsible fun. Yeah, I feel like I have to say that some of you, you know With who you them, are. You know who you, you are. You know who you are. <laughs> um, but at the same time, yeah, just have fun in that season because the next season, that doesn't mean that you stop having fun. I have fun with my kids. I have fun with my wife. But it's a different season, and and and, and, and then that season, you're able to do different things. Um, and so just just keep that in mind. It's, it's you're not you're not in prison. You're not in any of those things. You're you're free. You're freer mm-hmm. than most. Um, so just enjoy that time. Um, with that being said, listen, if today has really blessed you and you really enjoy listening to this podcast and right now you're thinking about three people that could that could uh, also uh, receive that blessing of this podcast and could really benefit from this podcast, please uh, message them, just text them the link, whatever, whatever, wherever they can listen to it. We're available on everywhere. Mo- predominantly, most people use Spotify or or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. We're, we're on all those different platforms. It's easy for you to share. If you want to continue the conversation with us, um, you can continue that conversation at lovealwaysfaithful.com. You can also look us up at Facebook and Instagram at a love always faithful. Those links are also going to be in the show note. Another cool thing that's in the show note, if you want to continue the conversation or you have a question for us or just a comment, you just want to say, how awesome we are, or that you don't like the sound of my voice, that's fine. You can go onto a link that says, leave us a voicemail 
and you will be able to leave us a voicemail and we might just use it on the next podcast, especially if you have a question that you want us to answer. Um, well, this has been our time. Thank you to Yarira for being with us. Thank you, babe, because you're always with me because we're married and, <laughs> and it's in the contract. You have to do that. Um, but until next time, we want you to remember and always remember that God is love and love is always faithful. See you guys next time. <laughs>